Welcome, everybody. This is the U.S. Grace Force Podcast. I'm Doug Barry, along with my very good friend, Father Richard Heilman. Tonight, we got a return guest, one of our favorite good friends of the U.S. Grace Force, Jesse Romero, former L.A. PD, sheriff, deputy, 20 years, and now just all over the place dealing with all kinds of other problems in the world. And we're going to get into something very serious tonight, the first satanic conference in the United States and the response that Jesse is rallying people together to deal with it. But of course, everything, of course, needs to begin with prayer. Father, I leave that to you. Okay. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, Seek in the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. Thank you very much, Father. All right, before we get started, I want to thank everybody out there who always have been just tremendous supporters of the U.S. Grace Force podcast. Can't thank you enough for that. I want to thank especially those out there who pray for us. Keep us in your prayers. We get comments and messages on that. Phenomenal. We appreciate it very much. Also, thank you to those of you who support us through the Patreon program. Uh, link in the description below if you're interested in checking that out and helping us out. And God bless you if you do. It does make an enormous difference in helping us continue to keep this podcast out there and get this message out. And again, don't forget the U.S. Grace Force official gear page where you can get yourself some really awesome T-shirts, hoodies, and all kinds of other great paraphernalia to help spread the word and continue to support the work that we do with the U.S. Grace Force. Thank you for that as well. Father Jesse Romero has been with us in the podcast many, many times. And... Jesse reached out and asked about, uh, you know, trying to rally some people together to get some attention yep. drawn to what's going on here. Jesse, this is a, a pretty big deal. And once you just kind of unleash you here and let you tell us in the audience what is going on with this first satanic conference. Well, the uh, one of the co-founders of the satanic temple, his name is Lucian Greaves. He's uh, picked Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a city in the Diocese of Phoenix, to have a three-day it's called SatanCon, a Satan conference, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Sawara Hotel. Uh, apparently, what happened, he had a little kerfuffle with the city of Scottsdale. He, uh, the, the Temple of Satan wanted to do an invocation at uh, one of their meetings, I think at the City Hall. Uh, the City Hall rejected, rebuffed his request. Uh, they went to court, and the Scottsdale city, uh, city officials defeated the Temple of Satan. And the court sided with Scottsdale, said, yeah, they don't have to allow uh, anybody to come in and do an invocation. So this is basically uh, Lucian Greaves, the co-founder of the Temple of Satan. He's, he's upset. And this is he's uh, crying over spilled milk. He lost in the court of law. So he's, uh, <clears throat> he's now going to choose Scottsdale to do the first satanic conference. I say it's going to be the first of many, unless, unless we Catholics make, stop him in his tracks cold. But he's been quoted as saying in the press, we're going to bring Satan to Scottsdale. And he's also said that he's going to consecrate the city of Scottsdale to Satan. <clears throat> we know what Satanists do when they gather together. They do hexes, curses, and invocations uh, against people that are not Satanists. And also, <clears throat> they'll do what's called sex magic. And they'll also do a black mass, without a doubt. So... Right now, all the Catholic churches in um, Scottsdale, Arizona, which which are four of them, they're on a high alert. All the pastors right now are, are they have teams of men watching everybody for the last couple of weeks 
receiving Holy Communion in the mouth and following people to their pew, basically making sure that they ingest the Holy Eucharist. So yes, the city of Scottsdale, at least the, 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 the uh, Catholic churches are on high alert. Well, it, it, it's hard to believe that, uh, I don't know, I, I, I was saying evil just seems so arrogant right now. Like it's, it's, like it's, it feels it's, it's, it's time right now that, that, you know, let's move in. And I, I, I think we become a soft target uh, over this period of time. And, and, you know, if any, if anything, I think we all are learning something right now that, uh, and, and I keep using that, um, that great quotation that Reagan um, <clears throat> popularized. Uh, uh, we maintain the peace through our strength. Weakness only invites aggression. And so weakness only invites aggression. And I think that's where we are right now, certainly in spiritual terms. We've, you know, a lot of that has to do with we've, we've uh, allowed um, our worship to become almost secularized. It's uh, stripped out a lot of the sacred. And so, um, and, and so a lot of people have, have lost a, a, a belief in the supernatural any longer. You know, we're down to 30% that believe that that's the Eucharist on the altar any longer. You know, so I, I so appreciate, Jesse, that uh, a warrior like you and so many like you uh, are stepping up right now and leading in the way that you are and helping us to become strong again. Uh, Jesse, so I, you have plans can you kind of uh, help us understand what, what you plan to do on that weekend? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> first of all, this requires a Catholic response. Uh, why? This, uh, they're coming to a city next to you, or they're coming to your city next time, trust me. They're not going to stop here if they think the Catholics are a soft target. <clears throat> so what I've done, this is a lay movement. I've notified the diocese. <clears throat> the diocese is going to, they're asking... Uh, the bishops are asking all the churches basically for from from this point on especially on those three days to have the blessed sacrament exposed have people in the churches praying have the sacrament of confession and the sacraments being offered so the bishops have asked for increased sacrament increased prayers and increased liturgy up until the day of the event and on the day of the event, they want the churches and all the churches in Phoenix for people to be praying inside. So that's that's one, one uh, way we're going to be battling this. But also lay people, <clears throat> we're going to be boots on the ground. We're going to have, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blowball it. I'm going to say we're going to have 500 to 1,000 lay people. There are people who are fired up here in Phoenix. Uh, they're basically saying, not on my watch. So we're going to have Catholics prayerfully uh protesting around the Sawara Hotel and we're going we've picked what I've done by the way I got a website with all this uh, I put everything up in case people want to know what's it's the website tell us azriseupfaithful.com azriseupfaithful.com all right I'm asking the lay people we've got to go out there in full force the lay people from Phoenix Arizona other Catholics from around the country just mark it on your calendar and make sure that uh, you get an extra mass in that day, an extra rosary, divine mercy. Go do a holy hour and pray for your, your Catholic brothers and sisters in Phoenix who are going to be standing in front of the satanic conference, just pr projecting prayers, fire, firing them like arrows, basically. That's what prayers are called in, in the book of Psalms, arrows that we shoot to the sky. We're going to rain arrows on this conference 
Uh, why? Well, we have a mandate to do so because public sin requires public reparation. <clears throat> and these Satanists are going to be projecting evil curses and hexes upon the city of Scottsdale. And so as Catholics, we got to make satisfaction and reparation for the, the sins of the Satanists. And who knows if uh, the, the, their conference is full. I think it only holds like 150, 150 people, the, the, the ballroom. But it's been sold out. It's got sold out like the first few days. Uh, I can imagine if 25% of Americans are Catholics, 25% of those attendees are going to be Catholics as well, that are fallen away Catholics. So we're praying prayers, uh, the prayers for them as well. We want uh, them to, we want to give them the grace of conversion that they would come back and see the truth of Jesus Christ and leave their wicked ways and come back to the church. But we also, we're also praying for protection that God and Our Lady would protect the city of Scottsdale from these satanic curses and these satanic hexes and, 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 and rituals. Uh, and so again, we're praying, we're playing prayers of protections. We're going to be praying <clears throat> From 12 noon to 3 p.m., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Why February 11th to the 13th, right? February 11th, 12th, and 13th. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> why 12 to 3? And number one is I don't want to give these guys all kinds of unnecessary pu publicity and fanfare <clears throat> and be there 10 hours protesting. I want to do a surgical strike, just like, just like you know, Roman legions or Spartans, just a quick, hard, powerful surgical strike. We're going to get there, a thousand of us, God willing, men, men and women. We're going to start with the divine, with, with the, uh, the Angelus, the 12 Angelus. Then we're going to pray for three hours nonstop as we're walking around the Saguaro Hotel, kind of like a Jericho march. And then we're, we're going to end at 3 p.m. with the uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet. Why from 12 to 3? Well, from 12 to 3 p.m., is when our Lord Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago was dying for our sins on the cross. That's when redemption was taking place. <clears throat> and so we, we're going to be, our prayers are going to join the, the flow, the stream of the blood of Jesus as it was spilling for us on Calvary for those three hours. Our prayers, we're going to unite them with the blood of Jesus and make our prayers even more efficacious by praying at those holy times, 12 noon to 3 p.m. Uh <clears throat> Also, the Bible is very clear. Uh, you know, people always hear this, the, the word, uh, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, Matthew 16, 18. And a lot of people say, well, that means that, you know, Jesus started the church on Peter, Protestants, you guys are man-made churches, et cetera, et cetera. But it means more than that. Because if, if, when you read this verse, we usually think that our Lord is promising that the church, which is his body, will withstand all the attacks launched against it. And of course, that's true. But when you look at it more carefully, what we realize is that the gates do not run out into the battlefield to attack the enemy. Rather, the, 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 the gates stand still to defend the city from the, from the enemy that's attacking it. So when the Lord says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, who's doing the attacking? It's us. It's the church storming the gates of hell. The church is all of God's people in Christ. And we're called to take the offensive. We're called to run into enemy territory and to gain ground for Jesus Christ. We don't have to wait for an invitation. We already have a command. And so we prepare, but we do not wait for the circumstances to be perfect. We already have one who has gone before us, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so again, <clears throat> hell has been on the defensive 
ever since Jesus Christ came to earth and started the Catholic Church. And so it's the gates of hell that will not prevail against the Catholic Church. Gates are defensive. We, the church militant, the lay people, were supposed to storm the gates of hell. And the sacrament of confirmation commissions us as soldiers of Christ. Jesse, I'd like to ask you, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who will, who will see what's going on here. And I've heard the arguments from, you know, those in the satanic church, you know, even when they've been on news broadcasts, you know, even on Fox News, there was one recently on with Tucker Carlson. And basically they bring up the whole First Amendment, you know, freedom of religion and so forth. They think they have the right to do this. And there are a lot of Catholics, Christians of all denominations who might, you know, find that watered down look at that and say, well, yeah, they should have their, their place to say what they want to say and do what they want to do. But there is a greater danger here. First of all, that's a terrible attitude to have. Let's just establish that. But there's a greater danger here to these, these kinds of doors opening up. As, as you mentioned, this is the first very open public satanic conference. Um, as Father mentioned, Satan isn't hiding anymore. There's so much in so many areas we're seeing this. Can you speak a little bit about why something like this is so dangerous? It sets a precedent. And as you said a little bit ago, you, know, you can look to your own town, everybody, and see that it, it really, if they can establish a foothold here, this could spread. I mean, but talk a bit about the dangers of letting this happen and where we are right now in society that this is even taking place. First of all, I would say as a Roman Catholic Christian that Satan has no rights. I'm going to repeat that again. Amen. Satan has no rights. If, if, there's, if there's one arch enemy of the Roman Catholic Church, it's not, it's not communist. It's not Democrats. It's not pro-aborts. It's not Planned Parenthood. It's not the, 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 uh, you know, the World Health Organization. It's Satan. It's Satan. That is the very essence of why Jesus Christ gave us the church. Because we're in, an, we're in, a, in, a, in a cosmic battle against this infernal fallen angel. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, it says this. The reason... The Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil, close quote. Well, guess what? That means that lay Catholics have a divine mandate to confront the lies and deceptions with the truth of Jesus Christ. And guess what? If Jesus Christ came to earth to destroy the works of the devil, what does that mean? Or the body of Christ, we must do likewise. Yeah, Jesse, my wheels are turning because, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody that's watching right now, you know, you're in the Grace Force. Hopefully you are. If you're not, go to usgraceforce.com and, and sign up and just give your name and email. But anyways, uh, we want to get everybody. We're, we're close to 77,000 in the Grace Force. We want to get everybody on this. Here's what I'm going to do in my parish. And uh, this just came to me. I'm brainstorming. And hopefully I can pull this off. It doesn't have any schedule conflicts. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer Eucharistic adoration during that period of time for sure on Saturday. Um, we're going to do it from that 12 to 3, uh, which would be mountain time, right, in Arizona? Yes, mountain yeah, time. Right. 12 to 3 mountain time. Yes. And um, so we'll, we'll, we'll be doing that. I'll be in the confessional as well so because we want people in a state of grace, and I'd like you to talk about that as well as we confront these evil, how important that is. But uh, that's my first strike. The other thing, Jesse, too, and I don't know if you have, uh, you know, uh, weapons available, but uh, I can get you hundreds of uh, bottles of Epiphany water. I have, uh, I got just 7,000 ounces just uh, blessed <laughs> on the vigil of the Epiphany. And uh, 
I'll get you some blessed and exercise salt too. So, so that, that's the two first things that come into my mind. But as I say that, I hope I'm, I'm inspiring other priests out there and even lay people to go to your priests, you know, please, can we do adoration? Uh, or can you open, just open the church and let us pray uh, during that time? I'll, I'll live stream that adoration as well. Again, I'm just brainstorming here, but yeah, yeah. but it's just like this is an automatic. I mean, I, of course I'm going to do this. So, Jesse, you know, how important it is that we pray around the country like this, but as well, um, you've talked about this before, but that be, being in a state of grace, make sure we go to confession, right? Yeah, I'm telling people uh, in my network here in Phoenix, Arizona, I'm, I'm telling the lay Catholics that are coming out, and I keep putting it out on, on Telegram and, and another, under, other apps where we're communicating with each other. That website, azriseoffaithful.com, <clears throat> um, I'm telling them, if you're not in a state, go to confession that week because, again, we are going to be firing arrows. That's what, the word, that, that's what prayers are called in the book of Psalms. We're going to be firing arrows. And the only way you can fire effectively is if the soul is clean. If your soul is clean, if you're in a state of grace, you're going to have a strong bow and you're going to fire arrows over and over that are going to be effective. If you're not in a state of grace, your bowstring is, is broken. You're not going to be able to fire and you're useless to the body of Christ. Right. right. So it's important. It's, it's, it's like running out of the battlefield naked with no weapons. Mm. Yeah. It's extremely yeah. important. If you're not in a state of grace, don't show up. We don't want half-hearted lukewarm half right. Catholics just kind of going out there just saying hey man I heard there's a satanic conference man oh yeah I don't like them uh, I'm, I'm, no 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 we want we want serious uh soldiers of Christ and serious serious Joan Saint Joan of Arcs out there because right. our prayers once again <clears throat> our, your prayer is only as powerful as your relationship with God James 5 16 your holiness you're living in a state of grace make, makes gives your prayer power and merit, and it makes it efficacious. And we're also picking prayers that I know. I know the prayers that <clears throat> I've, I've, I've had for years. I've had talks with Satanists and, 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 and witches and wizards. And, uh, and I asked them, what happens when Catholics pray in your presence? Uh, I've had Satanists. I've had witch doctors, santeros, wizards, sorcerers. They've told me, they go, your prayers as a Catholic, what it does, it blocks our communication with demons. It, it sabotages. It sabotages our communication. It's like, uh, it's like some burglar, you know, <clears throat> pulling off the, 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 uh, the, the cord to your phone jack off the wall and you're trying to call the police. That's what our prayers go are going to do. It's going to jack up. It's going to sabotage their communication with demons. What it does, it's also going to give them headaches. What it does, it's going to mess with their tech, their, their computers, their microphones, the lighting. It's going to, they're going to start getting in arguments. Catholic prayer completely sabotages and, uh, and, and is going to make their conference for those three hours when Christ from 12 to 3, when his blood was being shed for them as well, we're going to absolutely ruin and wreck their conference by the power of Catholic prayer. And hopefully we have some, some blessed Bartolo Longos in there. And hopefully we have some people that come to conversion. So who's Bartolo Longo? He was a satanic priest, a fallen away Catholic who became a satanic priest in college. And uh, he was given a rosary by a Catholic priest. He went to confession. The priest set him straight. 
he received the grace of conversion and he came back and he spent the rest of his life promoting the Holy Rosary in the service of Our Lady. And he would go back into satanic covens and meetings and hold the rosary up and saying, this saved me and this is the power to save you as well. Nice. I'd like to say something on this point here too, Jesse. You mentioned earlier that that the, the different parishes in Scottsdale are going to be you know, stepping up with regards to adoration, prayer, and so forth uh, as a way of, to, to deal with what's happening on the grounds there. Two questions for you. One, can you speak a bit more to emphasize just the importance of doing that? It must be a big deal or they wouldn't be taking the time to say these types of things and do these types of things. And second, what do you say to those out there across the country or the world so that this doesn't come to their neighborhood? I mean, what can we do as a deterrent, what sorts of things, these types of things and more, I'm sure. But can you speak to those two points? It must be serious or the Scottsdale priests wouldn't be doing this. And number two, other neighborhoods could get this if they could come to them too. What sorts of things do you recommend and encourage the lay people do or the priests do to try to lay down that, that deterrent? Yeah, right now there's, there's uh, a, another appeal from the diocese. There's basically um, a call to more prayer more holy hours, more liturgies, more confession time up until the, up until the day of the satanic conference. So the bishops are, are asking the lay people to step up their game. It's, it's basically the, the, the bishops have put lay Catholics on Exodus 90, if you know what that is. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. And a lot of Catholic men that are going to go out to the protests are doing Exodus 90, myself included, because we want to prepare ourselves. <clears throat> um, but that's why I put up that rep website, azriseoffaithful.com, azriseoffaithful, because what I wanted to do, these Satanists are not going to stop in Scottsdale. They're going to fail here. There's going to be an abject failure of their conference, but they're going to go to another city. They're going to, they're going to try to pick what they call a soft target. And so everything that I'm going to have on that website will be a template, a national template for lay Catholics on what to do when the temple of Satan comes to your city to do a consecration. I'm going to have the prayers we use this, uh, uh, the, the prayers that we use, why we use those prayers, why we use 12 to 3, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, what banners we use. We're going to have a lot of banners there. Uh, uh, American East Fatima just shipped me off a bunch of their banners. I don't know if you guys know who they are, but they've... Uh, they got banners, uh, you know, where they protest Satanists. They already have them, uh, so they just received them over the weekend at the ha at the at my house. Uh, this is we're gonna, everybody's gonna have a rosary. Uh, we're gonna be walking the whole time like a Jericho march, not standing. Uh, again, uh, people that that show up, and, and if I see a Catholic that I think is kind of kind of lukewarm and say, "Hey, dude, have you been a confession?" Nah, dude, but I just want to come. I said, "Go down to one of the four churches. You got confessions open right now. Go to confession, then come back." So this website is going to tell people why, how to protest, why you should protest. It's going to give you the church's teachings on what, on the mandates for a lay Catholic, why you should go out there and confront this type of evil. I also have a section there on the website, how to prepare for the protest, preparing your soul, preparing your prayer life, having a well-ordered prayer life prior to the, to the day of this event. And also it's good to have like in our diocese, uh, we have the diocese, the, the bishops are calling all the parishes uh, to just increase prayer, liturgies, and sacraments. So we're going to have prayer power coming from all the churches in Phoenix. They've all been activated, and we're going to have prayer power in the sidewalk facing off these Satanists. And that is, it is important to face off these Satanists, and I'll tell you why. Because number one, the Bible calls us in Luke chapter 6, verse 27, 
we're called to pray for our enemies. We're called to pray for them. And these Satanists, let's just be honest, they are, they are the enemies of the Catholic Church. If there is an enemy of the Catholic Church, it's these Satanists. And so we also want to pray again for the, the grace of conversion. We also want to pray that God protects the city of Scottsdale, protects us as well. We have a biblical mandate to go out there. <clears throat> the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, expose them. And mm -hmm. by the way, public prayer is much more effective than, uh, than, for example, somebody could say, well, I'm just going to stay home and pray for my house. Just I live in Phoenix, but I don't want to go out there because whatever, uh, I'm just going to pray for my house. That's fine. We covet your prayers. I hope you do. But St. Louis de Montfort, look what he says about public prayer. St. Louis de Montfort and St. John Vianney. St. Louis de Montfort says this, quote, public prayer is far more powerful than private prayer to appease the anger of God and call down his mercy and Holy Mother Church. Guided by the Holy Ghost, the church has always advocated public prayer in times of public tragedy and suffering. Let me quote to you St. John Vianney, patron saint of the parish priest. He says, private prayer is like straw scattered here and there. If you set it on fire, it makes a lot of little flames. But gather these, these straws into a bundle and light them, and you get a mighty fire rising into a column into the sky. Public prayer is like that. Nice. So you got two saints that talk about the importance of public prayer being more effective than private prayer. By the way, Jesse, uh, right there, I don't know if we can see it. Yeah. Maybe get a full screen of me. Yes, that yes. would be the first class relic of St. John Vianney. Oh, man. And then right there, that would be the first class relic of St. Louis de Montfort. Oh. Yeah. Here, here's... Um, I am this blessed. is uh, Maximilian Colby right there. Anyway, um, wow. Jesse, you uh, haven't you're having the auxiliary bishop come, and uh, there's great authority, isn't there? Isn't there in that? Well, let me let me let me. He was going to come, and then they the diocese have they came up with a different strategy, and they said we think it'll be better if we pray from the from the chancery office from our chapel, and all okay. the priests. yeah. So uh, he was going to come. But they re-strategize. Okay. So it's just going to be lay people out there in front of the Saguaro Hotel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you talked about a state of grace, and you talked about <laughs> how we have to be empowered. You know, you, you, that was a great quote by John Vianney about the straw, and then you get it together, and it's a mighty uh, fire, a pillar of fire. Yeah. Um, but we have to have the fire inside of us. And, Jesse, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to something here uh, in a minute. But you also talked about, I think, a nine-day novena leading up to it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. When I'm asking people, you know, people are asking, well, how do I prepare for, for the conference on that day? Or I said, well, you got to prepare actually before that day. <clears throat> and so on the website, I told people in preparation for the conference, I, I said, you got to be make sure you're in a state of grace, which means... You're in a right relationship with God, free from mortal sin, and you're even you're even trying to combat and fight against venial sin. That's number one. Number two, I'm recommending for people so they can be in a state of grace. Go to confession sometime that week, as close to the conference as possible. I'm asking them to start a nine-day novena, a rosary novena, 
uh, starting on Wednesday, which would be February 2nd. <clears throat> and I'm asking people along with that nine day rosary novena. And there's, there's a lot of, our diocese is, uh, is consecrated to Our Lady Guadalupe. So I should probably update it and tell the people to make sure you, you pray to Our Lady Guadalupe who already crushed demons <clears throat> in 1531 over in Mexico, these Aztec demons. And we're asking her to crush the demons that are going to come over here to Scottsdale, Arizona. <clears throat> so I'll probably, I'll put that on the website. Start a 90 novena to Our Lady Guadalupe. I'm also asking people <clears throat> that they should be praying three times a day, morning, midday, and evening, just like the Bible recommends, tells us in Daniel chapter 6, verse 10 and 11, morning prayer, midday prayer, and evening prayer. <clears throat> and I'm also recommending for people that when you pray, try to do some sort of penance for these nine days. An easy way to do penance is for your rosary or your divine mercy at three o'clock. Do it on your knees. There it is. There's your penance <clears throat> for the day. Do, do your, the rosary, the divine mercy. Do it on your knees. I'm also recommending for people nine days before to fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesdays and Fridays. And on the day of the, of the protests of the satanic conference, <clears throat> I'm asking people to bring your rosaries. That's going to be our Ark of the Covenant that we're going to process with and do our little Jericho march. Also, make sure that your body is, you have sacramentals and holy images that you're carrying with you. And, and Father, I appreciate it, but we got a lot of priests out there that are going to bring me buckets of epiphany water. Oh, and, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Are. You're all I, set. I've had like half a dozen priests call nice. me. Nice. Yeah, so... <clears throat> so we're, we're taking care of there. Nice. Um, and again, the reason we're doing this is because we have a, we have a mandate as Catholics. In fact, Vatican II, there's a document written to the lay people. It's called the decree on the apostolate of the laity. It was uh, signed by Pope Paul VI in 1965. <clears throat> in that document, it says it about at least a dozen times lay people go out and hit the streets it says it, it says here's the language it says the laity exercise the apostolate in fact by their activity directed to the evangelization and sanctification of men and to the penetrating and perfecting of the temporal order through the spirit of the gospel so what does vatican II mean by the temporal order the temporal order means the streets the world secular society so Vatican II calls lay people at least a dozen times to hit the streets and, and evangelize and make the streets holy. Nice. Jesse, what's the response been so far from people as you've gotten the word out about this? I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is going to unite the lay people in the city of Phoenix and even, even the priests. I think this is going to be what, 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 what the devil intended for evil is going to work out against them because there's a lot of communication right now between parishes, lay people, uh, lay apostolates, like I've never seen before. This is going to unite the body of Christ in Phoenix, Arizona, like nothing else. Because we're not going to argue here about liturgy, about the Latin Mass, the Novus Ordo Mass, about, you know, about uh, little things that Catholics, when, when times are good, Catholics argue about minutia. You know what I'm saying? This is something that every Catholic... You know, whatever you consider yourself in the Catholic Church, whatever stripe of Catholic you consider yourself, every Catholic knows that the arch enemy of Jesus Christ is the devil. The arch enemy of the church is the devil, and their emissaries, their agents are coming to Scottsdale. So there's no argument from right now. Again, you know, the Axe Men's Group, Gursillo, Knights of Columbus, uh, you know, <clears throat> 
Catholic men's fellowship, uh, you know, the Catholic men's Bible studies, every single lay Catholic male and female is on board that this is evil. And uh, there has to be a strong Catholic response on those three days. Yeah, I would think this is the sort of thing that should cut through all the different, you know, um, individual, even territorial, you know, things that people have. I mean, you, you, you see this. This is a common denominator type of enemy that should wake us all up. We've even got, you know, we've got after school Satan clubs starting to develop around the country. Um, this has become something that this just is unbelievable and unheard of, you would think. But this is, should be a common denominator type of enemy that should get us all off of our um, uh, lazy backsides, pick up the rosary, get the confession, engage in this battle in different ways. Uh, Jesse, real quick, uh, before we get back to Father on this, is um, if you could speak a little bit about um, what's going on with like some of these after-school Satan clubs that are coming up. I mean, I know you probably know a fair amount of what's going on with that, Illinois, California. I mean, these, they're just popping up all over the place, it seems like. I think Florida's tried to do this, coloring books, things like this going on. Can you speak a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of people are not aware of some of these movements that are happening. Well, uh, there, 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 ha there seems to be, without, without a doubt, there's a rise in Satanism in America. And I'll tell you why that is. Because <clears throat> they've made themselves, they, they've annexed themselves to the Democrat Party. So they've gained a, some type of legitimacy. When you go on these satanic websites, Lucian Greaves, who's who's a, the founder of the Temple of Satan, he's the one that's he's the one that's organizing the conference here in uh, Scottsdale, and he's been on Fox News. He was on Tucker Carlson, I think, a, a week ago. Uh, he gets he's normalized himself because you know he goes out there and he and he and he, and he uh, supports Black Lives Matter verbally, openly. He supports Antifa. Uh, you'll find Lucian Greaves in the Temple of Satan anytime the Democrats. Have some type of you know pro-abortion rally. You know they're trying to they're trying to uh, <clears throat> um, protest at some state state capital. You'll see pro-abortion Democrats with their signs that say you know my body my choice right next to them. You'll see uh, somebody from the Temple of Satan that says hail Satan. So they've they've basically been absorbed or assumed by the Democrat Party. This is how they they gain legitimacy. Also. You have high-level Satanists in Hollywood, high-level Satanists, actors, actresses, entertainers. I mean, they're on YouTube, Beyonce, uh, Jay-Z, Lady Gaga, uh, Katy Perry. They're, uh, they're giving interviews, and they're admitting that they are Satanists, that they've given their life to the devil. So the devil has normalized Satanism through Hollywood, through media, which is very powerful, through the Democrat Party which again is one of the two major parties in this country. <clears throat> and this is why they're not afraid right now because they figure we've got cover right now. And remember, <clears throat> the, the uh, Satanists have become so normalized that under President Trump's uh, his presidency for four years, the Temple of Satan and the witches, they all gathered together and they were making public statements that they, they, would, they have a calendar where they look at the moon and they were saying, when the moon is in such a configuration, the Satanists and the witches across the country, they were cursing uh, President Trump and his administration liturgically. What I mean by liturgically, yeah. Uh, the, the Grace Force was praying the St. Patrick Larica prayer. 
Mm. Every uh, time that happened, right, it right. was a yeah. it was a waning crescent moon, yeah. and I would alert them that today's the day. Pray the Larica prayer. So, but listen, Jesse, uh, real quick, because I know your t- our time is short. Um, you, 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 we keep hearing the expression, and it's coming from the Democratic Party, from the president, the least, but it's battle for the soul of America. And I, I like that reading from Jeremiah where it talks about, you know, curse is, is the one who trusts in man. It's like a barren bush in an empty wasteland, right? But blessed is the one who hopes in the Lord, who trusts in the Lord. It's by beside restful waters, right? Um, and uh, uh, by the way, th- I checked it out. That's the first reading on the Sunday that you're doing all this, okay? Mm-hmm. But the point I'm making here is that um, you know, we, we need to work at uh, individually at getting as tight into the Lord as we possibly can. And what's interesting is that when you launch that nine day novena on February 2nd, which by the way is 2 2 22, uh, and it's the feast of the presentation, that's when I'm going to launch what I'm put together and w- with the help of uh, Father Ripperger and and Doug. But uh, what we're going to do is is get to that place where we're beside restful waters okay and we're away from that barren wasteland that empty barren wasteland um and we're going to work on this uh, i actually am doing exodus 90 right now in the lead up to it but i'm going to uh, uh we're, we're going to make a big launch and father ripperger is going to be on next week on the grace force and we'll be talking about that we'll also talk about that that day uh st- that that's the start of your novena and we'll get everybody on board with that but what a perfect way to line those two up is to say, you know, it is a battle for the soul of America. And I don't want to be a barren uh, bush in an empty wasteland. I want to I be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and, and have the peace and the hope and, and the joy that comes from being in his presence. And, uh, and we're, you know, it looks like that February 2nd is uh, shaping up to be a, a big day going into battle, getting ourselves battle ready and, uh, and, and getting to that place where, where we can have that peace, that hope, that confidence in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Another thing I want to mention it's this is the protest. We're inviting males and females. It's not a male only event. Sure. I mean, women are also confirmed. They're called their soldiers of Christ as well. The Joan of Arcs. That's Mm. right. And you see in the old Testament, you've got an inspirational couple in the book of Tobit called Tobias and Sarah that drove off the demon as Modius who we reject, renounce, and rebuke in Jesus' name. They did it through prayer, both of them. And in the New Testament, you got a powerful couple also that traveled with St. Paul called Aquila, Aquila and Priscilla. And so we need faithful couples out there uh, because, again, we need all the prayer power that we can get. And, and uh, it's, it's through our prayers that we want to call the grace of God down on the city of Scottsdale. We want to call God's protection down in the city of Scottsdale. And, uh, and as Catholics... I, I'm telling these uh, these Satanists, they think that they're going to consecrate Scottsdale to Satan. They have no right or authority to do so. Why? Because Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago, when he died for our sins on the cross, every square inch on planet Earth belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. He purchased it with his blood. And so our bishops have already consecrated the, entire, the Diocese of Phoenix to Our Lady Guadalupe. So they're going to have a fake consecration that's not going to work. Because the Diocese of Phoenix belongs to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Nice. 
Yeah, I think something's important to remember, and you keep, you've hit on this a couple of times, is that you know the Constitution is not the you know this whole First Amendment Constitution. Well, it, the importance of the Constitution is clear. It does not supersede or rise above the truth of God. And you talk about a battle between good and evil. This is not about constitution and law based on man's structure of a government and a kind of country. This goes way, way beyond that. This is something much deeper, much more rooted in the battle between good and evil. This goes back to the fall of man. This, this is a huge, huge piece of the puzzle. So for people out there who might get caught up in the semantics or the wording or the logistics or whatever term you want to use that has to do with basically, well, the Constitution says this, the amendment says, no, we're talking about good and evil. We're talking about really this battle against the prince of darkness and we have got to take it seriously. And right. I, when the Blessed Mother appears in Fatima in 1917, and she speaks about the importance of praying the rosary and conversion, and then shows the children the vision of hell, and makes clear this is a consequence for not winning this battle. It just it, it elevates the importance and seriousness of this. I mean, Jesse, how important is the Blessed Mother in the spiritual battle? I mean, I know you're involved with, you know, Father Chad Ripperger, Lieber Christo. You, you've been involved in, in deliverance work and so forth, ministry. How important is it that we do cling to Mary in these spiritual battles? This is everything because remember, I'm telling people, bring your rosary because the rosary is our Ark of the Covenant. <clears throat> remember the, the great battle of Jericho that... Uh, that uh, great army that that was that was uh basically they they were protected by these high walls the israelites they marched around for seven days with the ark of the covenant and the and the walls came crashing down and the israelites stormed the city and took it over the blessed virgin mary is our ark of the covenant everybody possesses that ark of the covenant in their rosary we're gonna have a thousand rosaries marching around uh, with our own version of the Ark of the Covenant. We have nothing to fear. We have, uh, we, we are protected by the Queen Mother. We know that the devil fears the Blessed Virgin Mary. Why? Because the devil knows Scripture better than anybody else. And he knows that Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, God the Father has given Our Lady authority to crush his head. And so he knows he's bound by spiritual law. He's bound to obey the Word of God. And he knows that she has a mandate. She has power, coercive power and authority over him. As Catholics, uh, I'm, I'm asking all you Phoenix Catholics to go out there. Join us. Go to the website, azriseoffaithful.com. Azriseoffaithful will tell you where to park your car. We'll show you where the public restrooms are at, all the practical stuff, where we're going to line up <clears throat> to protest. And remember, uh, we as Catholics, when we signed up for this, to be part of the body of Christ, the church militant, children of God, being a Catholic is not a spectator sport. Mm. Sometimes you've got to get out into the playing field. And right now, this is a time when you got to get out of the dugout and into the playing field, February 11, 12, and 13. Jesse, I know your time is uh, ended here. you, you got to go on to the next thing. But uh, thank you so much uh, for being on. Note, note that you know what you're doing is in the Grace Force's wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. So I'll be notifying this 77,000 and, you know, asking them to, to join with you on this. Again, any priests, if you can do something in your churches, that would be great. At least open them up and, and, and let people come in and pray, those who are not in the Phoenix area. So, uh, and we're with you. We're with you. And let's, uh, let's face this battle together. Amen. So let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys. God bless you guys.